Are you ready, Christine? I sure am. Are you ready, Ma? More than. <laughs> Listen to the story. We are going to <coughs> Cote du Jour. Oh. The Riviera in France. We are doing 1955's To Catch a Thief. A famous cat burglar who has retired to the Riviera catches a thief imitating his old style. Particulous. To Catch a Thief came out August 3rd, 1955. In particulars. It's directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Because he wanted a vacation in the south of France, so he said, well, let's do a movie. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Good idea on him. Mm-hmm. He also directed The Lady Vanishes, Rebecca, Rope, Rear Window, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Twice, <laughs> Vertigo, North by Northwest, Psycho, Torn Curtain, and so many others. Those are the ones that we've done. He also, from 1955, so the year that this came out, through 1965, had Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which was a 30-minute television show. And from 1962 to 1965, the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. Both of those shows are on the cock, the peacock. And it's so good to go back because you might see a celebrity, you know, but was an unknown at the time. Oh, I watch it. It's my bedtime story. I put on an Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I started from season one. I'm in season two. There are so many episodes in a season. It's insane. It's crazy. And it's how it's supposed to be. End the writer's strike. (laughs) <laughs> Union. Look at us. Union. Um, the screenplay is by John Michael Hayes, who also did Rear Window, Peyton's Peyton Place, and Butterfield Eight. Remember, we did Butterfield Eight like long. That was like in the top ten of the first episodes we did. Yeah, cause uh, cause we got it like that. Hmm. It's based on the 1952 novel To Catch a Thief by David Dodge, who also wrote The Poor Man's Guide to Europe, Plunder of the Sun, and How Green Was My Father. Mm. Oh, what? (laughs) Irish much? Oh, I was thinking aliens. You're probably right. (laughs) I think that it's about a, if I remember correctly what Wikipedia said, it was a book about a family trip gone wrong in Mexico. Oh. A road trip. Mm-hmm. That could happen it, quite easily. It's edited by George Tomasini, who also did Rear Window, The Man Who Knew Too Much, I Married a Monster from Outer Space, mm. Cape, Cape Fear, and Psycho. So that shower scene that is so revolutionary... That's George Thomasini. Oh. Mm-hmm. You got to think about that. Every time you close your shower curtain, don't you think about that? No. Just a touch. Not no. anymore. I, I don't. Because that is not a helpful thought. I, I checked to make sure that the door was locked. <laughs> and now I'm going to go about my business. Yeah. 
Um, the music is by Lynn Murray, who also did Cinderella, The Prowler, and The Cockeyed Cowboys of Calico County. Oh, damn. Oh. Mm-hmm. It, the, rec- the director of photography is Robert Burks, who also did A Patch of Blue. Mm-hmm. Arsenic and Old Lace. Uh-huh. Oh, one of our faves. Rear Window. Oh. And North by Northwest, just to name a few. And we have not yet done North by Northwest. Um, we, we have done North by Northwest. <laughs> With the airplane. Yeah. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> Starring as Michael Roby. Get it? R-O-B-I-E. Robber. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the cat um, is Cary Grant. Now in yeah. the book, the character of John Roby is 34. Right. When this is being filmed, Cary Grant is 50. A mighty good-looking 50. I mean, truly. Good-looking 50. Come on. Come on. Remember, his real name no. is Archibald Alec Leach. Yes, it is. A lot of C's in that name. He was in... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was in Arsenic and Old Lace, North by Northwest, The Awful Truth, Bringing Up Baby, and His Girl Friday. These are all of my... The ones that I like. Yeah. 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 I'm a Cary Grant fan. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a Grace Kelly fan, apparently. I'm glad. I was so nervous. Oh, man. Forget all these other actresses. Why have we been talking about Grace Kelly? I know. Well. Chiffon never looked so Move out of the way, Audrey Hepburn. You're trash. I mean, I'm kidding. She's fine. But. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, Grace Kelly was one of my all-time favorites. She plays Frances Stevens. She's around 25-ish when this in this movie filmed. Um, she was in High Noon, which we did, remember? Mm-hmm. And she was in another Alfred Hitchcock film, Dial M for Murder. Uh-huh. We didn't do... We haven't uh, done that. But we and did do... Rear Window. Rear and then she was in this. So these all were Hitchcock, like, boom, boom, boom. He... He met Grace Kelly and was like, that's who I want to That's be. the blonde I've been looking for. Yeah, right. I don't blame him on that. And there's a reason that we will get to of why, why we are just left wanting more. She was also right. in The Country Girl, which we haven't mm-hmm. done yet. She won an Oscar for that. Is it because she turned into a princess? Yes. And then more on that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Just wait. I stopped the princess. She was in High Society. Nerd alert. She was born into Philadelphia High Society. High Society. Yes, oh, she mm-hmm. was. Um, Paul Douglas, who was, I believe, a co-star with hers, said, quote, in two senses, she did not have a bad side. You could film her from any angle. And she was one of the most untemperamental, cooperative people in the business. Wow. Look. Looking like that and still. She was a good person too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have Jessie Royce Landis, who played her mother, Jessie Stevens. She's around Mm 58-ish in this. Now remember, she should have been with Cary Grant. 
She's only eight years older than Cary Grant in this. Right, but remember, she played Cary Grant's mother in North by Northwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, she I doesn't remember. remember. We didn't do that movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. I remember that now. She was also in The Swan and Airport and in Alfred Hitchcock Presents episode. Mm. Speaking of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, we have John Williams. As soon as I saw this man, I was like, I know that guy. He played H.H. Hewson. He's in Witness for the Prosecution, which we've done, and The Young Philadelphians. He was also in Sabrina and Dial M for Murder. But the reason that I remembered this guy was because he has over 40 appearances in Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And I've seen seen at least, like, four that he's been in. He's been in so many. And every time he shows up, it's great. And Because I remember him from the first first episode that he showed up in. And he was playing, um, he plays this this man who is married and kills his wife. But he's a professor and he's trying to like get away to go to um, Los Angeles. And the wife is like, oh, when are we going to come back? And the whole time he's kind of like, oh, I don't know. We're going to like, he's basically, it's basically a Dateline episode. Like it gets played <laughs> out. And and so ever since then, because he and he just his mannerisms and stuff and his pauses, it's even though he'll play different characters, he'll still throw them in. So I'm like, John Williams, that's my guy. And we also have Bridget Auber, who yes, played Danielle. She was a okay. she's, she's a French actress. She was she's, the she's an athlete. Yeah, I guess. I mean, based I on what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> she was a French girl, right? Yeah, yes. she was the kid. She, the kid. She in the end, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And quite agile. Not- I mean, maybe maybe it was the stunt double. Well, it was because... Not to it, give away. No, but on her Wikipedia page, when you click on her, she's doing some sort of acrobat thing. Like, she's upside down oh. doing the splits. But it didn't say anything about it in her very short Wikipedia, and I didn't go beyond it. So that's why I was so Does caught up. Does it need to say anything? What's her name? Brigitte? Brigitte, Brigitte Albert. Albert. And she's still alive. She's still oh, alive. Wow. She's she's 98. When this was being filmed, she was around 30, which is hilarious because there's a scene that I have at least later, but she's supposed to be the kid, and she's yeah. older than Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. She was also in Topaz under the sky under the sky of Paris. She has success at circus galas at the trapeze and acrobatic horse acts. Uh-huh. Mm, that makes sense. What was that movie we did? What movie we did? Worth the horse jumping. Oh, oh. how do you not Only know? My favorite it was your movie. film. Only broken wild hearts can't be broken. Yes. Yeah. Only horses survive. <laughs> only murders and also notice only horses <laughs> survive. <laughs> We've gone off the rails already. Survive. Oh, this is great. Buckle in. Teeny, she was in the man in the iron mask as well. Is that with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. You know, I've seen it. I know. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that was the follow-up to Titanic. My guy. 
I'm like, oh, yep. he had to have oh, done I that. Yeah, I was written that for a Hollywood video for sure. So those are the particulars. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, so I am going to set the table. So the, mov- <laughs> the movie starts with a woman's scream and yelling, Machu! <laughs> oh, don't blame her. We see a literal black cat on the rooftop. Then we see the police saying uh, that John Robbie is on the prowl again. He escapes. There is a chase scene. John gets on a public bus. And one side are birds and the other side is... Alfred. uh, Alfred. Oh, yeah. And there's a chase scene. And then John goes into a kitchen of a cafe where all the staff are disgusted by him and one throws an egg in his face. John tells everyone he hasn't stolen a piece of jewelry in 15 years. (laughs) These robberies bear his mark. What What could could go wrong? wrong. Not a lot because they are on the Côte du Jour and they're gorgeous and they got money and Okay, well, now we are to what could go wrong. POC, (laughs) ouch. It wasn't a full blackface. But But it's on the blackface spectrum. Blackface adjacent. And I'm going to say that it goes in because of... um, So I my official count is probably less than five. Because there were a couple of, I will say in quotes what the Europeans would consider exotic people at the masquerade ball. Because mm. you saw, you know, some, like, turbans. Were, okay, and... okay, time out. Mm-hmm. Were they truly exotic people, or were they dressed in exotic people costumes? I think they were truly exotic people, I would okay. hope. I, But then, you know... You I know. This, you had this I white know. woman who uh, hired two young black... I mean, they were black boys. She hired black boys to be her attendants, holding her dress. And then, I mean, and and then, so then behind her, that's where it's... I thought that they were, like, four black people in a, you know, in a, like, mask. Yes, yes, yes. But then, and then there's the, when... Grace Kelly's character and her mom's character come in, then they have like a black attendant. And I'm like, what is going on? Because they're like really dark and they're wearing masks. So it was just a very, very uncomfortable. When I saw the little boys though, that's just that that I was I was too done. Will this come up again? Probably. So did you have any other POC count? I didn't. I only oh. wrote uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have cast? Not I. Mm-mm. All right. So, the, like we said, the masquerade ball. Mm-hmm. I, I just, just okay. So, how were just? I already said it with the black voice, but then also Edith Head was the costume designer and she designed all of these costumes and Edith Head's original sketches 
had the two black children as the attendants. Like in her sketches of the ball gowns, she had the black attendants no. in the like they uh, were included. Uh, I I couldn't believe that. So then I was like, was Cary Grant, and then you find a spoiler alert slash John Williams doing blackface as the attendant. It's because he takes off the mask, but I'm like, yeah, it just it's just bad. Just whoa whoa. Also, I love Cary Grant, but if we are going to do cast. Only this man could get away with being that dark and still getting treated like a white person. He was it's true. dark. Did you well, he was living on the Côte d'Azur. He was yeah. always in this. I know, but you just you could have just thrown him in our family and it would be he would be fine. Darker than me. I I was looking at that tan. I was like, damn it. Oh, man. And then, okay, this is also Jermaine the maid. She has a body type that we do not really ever see in films. And when we do see them in films, they're playing, definitely playing maids or cooking people. Definitely in the background. She's definitely not playing the lead. So The help. She's she's in the category Mm -hmm. of the help. Although she is not a black person or a person of color, no. I'm mm-hmm. merely talking about body shape, body right. shape cast. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. you hardly ever see, and you definitely see, she would be, well, you don't even really see, like, the body types of even, like, when they have, like, older women and stuff, like, um, Francis's mom in this like gene kelly's gene kelly grace kelly's mom you know she's 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 not real skinny but she's definitely not of it's just it's just interesting when you look at the body types of people in movies and stuff is what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. um so then i briefly looked up moors because the masquerade ball was I don't know what it was in the French times. I'm sure when they were like screwing over Haiti and stuff, they were, so this is 1955 and they think it's fun to dress up in those times, which I get, but then you hire the, the, okay. Anyways, anyways, (laughs) Um, but Moors, that was a term that I first heard when I went in the nineties to see Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, because Morgan Freeman was in it. I remember turning to my dad being like, wait, how is this? And he's like, he's a Moor. And I'm like, Moor? Moor. M-O-O-R. M-O-O-R. So a Moor is the term first used by Christian Europeans to designate the Muslim populations during the Middle Ages. So that's why, like, the children were, all of the people who were in doing blackface are doing it as, they would just be considered Moors. (laughs) Moors are not a single or self-defined people. Europeans in early modern period applied it to Arabs, Berbers, and Muslim Europeans. And then over time, at the start of during the Renaissance, Moor or Black Moor just became any person with dark skin. Mm, Okay. So it was just because I know like Othello and Shakespeare is always like that's like the one role. But I mean, don't tell Richard Dreyfus that. He can't play Othello, but Othello is a Moor. 
And so that's why, I, like with this, I was just like, well, wait, what are Moors? Because it seems to me that Moors are just black people. And it turns out that, yes, pretty much I had it correct. So more casts to come later in Nerd Alerts. Okay. Well, I believe we are two Nerd Alerts, but I have one. Mm. Oh. What exactly is Cote du Jour? I don't okay. know. It, it, it encompasses the city of Nice, Saint-Tropez, Cannes, and Monaco. And in the 1960s, it was where the jet set definitely went. Mm. So is that also, is that the French name for the French Riviera? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So you say Cote du Jour, I say French Riviera. You do, because okay. I took three years of French in high school. So I, you're welcome, Blair, say <laughs> Cote du Jour. Was your name Babette? No, Charlotte. Oh, that's right, Charlotte. Yeah, didn't like it. The Queen City. <laughs> Zinger! Little did I know that's why I really <laughs> didn't like it. Oh, Okay, so we are to nerd alerts. Dini, do you have any nerd alerts? Not today. Okay, so the top five films in the U.S. in 1955 were Guys and Dolls at number five. Okay. Number four, and I'll uh, let me clear out and allow you some room here, Ma. Number four is Oklahoma, <gasps> where the wind comes whipping down the plain <laughs> and the waving wheat. Never seen it. Can't wait. But it seems like I know what it's all about, though. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank this, you for that synopsis. My vacation, I got a rousing rendition of one of them songs from Oklahoma. <laughs> and Poppy was not impressed. <laughs> not for you. I, it just kept going. It just kept it going. It does. I know the whole score. Well, well there you have it. Um, Number three. Cry, battle cry which i've never heard of Mm-mm. i've never heard of number two either mr roberts oh hmm. i've heard of mr roberts have you heard of number one because i haven't cinerama holiday no wow tough year for movies yeah wow so, haven't I the oscars <laughs> you're three years old just a little toddler the Oscars best pictures were the Rose Tattoo. Nope. Picnic. Heard nope. of it. Mr. Roberts. Heard of it. Love is a many splendored thing. Heard of it. And Marty. Wait, I can sing this song. Love is a many splendored thing. And the winner was Marty. Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, or Marnie, yeah. M-A-R-N-I-E? No, Marty with a T in Ernest Borgnine. Oh, okay. Okay, so what was happening from January to August 1955? What, what world did this movie get released into? So if you were watching it in August 1955, the USSR would have announced the end of World War II between the USSR and Germany that started in 1941. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Thank you yeah, for acknowledging like, that. 
okay, because 1955, I thought, like, what? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was over they're, in 19... They were just like, okay. no, hey, hey, just to let you know, the, we're done with the war. Okay. So Berlin um, is divided into all of its sectors? I guess so. But didn't the Berlin Wall go up in, like, the 1960? So, I don't know. You know what? This is my American education. We're out by now, by then. So, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all do you. Whatever. Marshall Plan. I don't know. Um, the U United States Congress authorizes President Dwight D. Eisenhower to use force to protect Taiwan from the People's Republic of China. Of China. Mm -hmm. China. So, Ain't that something that's still on the table? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> 1955. Jim Henson introduces the earliest version of Kermit the Frog. Oh. On the premiere. 1955, on the premiere of his puppet show, Sam and Friends, which premiered on Washington, D.C.'s WRC-TV. Channel 4. Channel 4 is the yeah. home to Kermit the Frog. 1955, Disneyland opens in Anaheim, California. Oh. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. 1955, Claudette Colvin, a 15-year-old black teenager, refuses to give up her seat to a white woman in, yes. in Montgomery, Alabama. Shout out to bro who can swim. She was carried off the bus while being kicked, handcuffed, and harassed all the way to the police station. And the reason that you don't know about her is because she was unmarried and pregnant and 15 at the time. Now, nine months later, mm -hmm. her mentor, who was also the secretary at the local NAACP chapter, one Rosa Parks would go on to spark the Montgomery bus boycott uh -huh. by refusing to give up her seat on the bus. Optics. It's mm -hmm. all optics. Rosa Parks said, quote, if the white press got a hold of that information that, sh that she was pregnant and unmarried, uh -huh. they would have had a field day. Uh -huh. They'd call her a bad girl and her case wouldn't have had a chance. Shame. Mm -hmm. Shame. In 2021, Claudette's arrest was expunged. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So at least we have that because we don't have this. 14-year-old Emmett Till. Oh, wow. Yeah, is beaten, wow. lynched, shot in the head, dumped in the Tallahatchie River for allegedly whistling at a white woman in Mississippi. Mm. And... And you know I, he didn't even. And I read a heartbreaking thing that he had a speech issue. And so he had trouble saying his B's. So his mother taught him to softly whistle to try to get the B's out. <gasps> oh, and no, she was, she no, like, no. It, was he no. asking for some, having trouble asking for some bubble gum? And yeah. So... He, so there's that going on in the black community, you know, while 
Disneyland opens and we get Kermit the Frog. And also, um, meanwhile, white teenagers are going to see a film called Blackboard Jungle. And in the theaters, they jump from their seats and dance to Bill Haley in the Comet song, Rock Around the Clock. Two Americas, everyone. Mm-hmm. Two Americas. Although oh. I did just see a thing this week, Teeny's TikTok corner, about Kermit the Frog is black. Well, he is a, well, he is a it cool was motherfucker. Like, yeah, it was it. like, let's be honest, all of Sesame Street is black. And I'll, I'd have to find the TikTok, but... Cookie um, Monster? Cookie Monster. Elmo. Oh, Yeah. Um, because they were like Elmo doesn't Elmo says whatever he wants to anybody. He doesn't give a shit. Um, Oscar, Oscar the Big Grouch. Bird, look at Big Bird's hair. He's got the afro. Big Bird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kermit's from Louis- the Frog. He's straight from the Louisiana swamp. I think they said. Aww. I mean, Miss Piggy. <sighs> makes makes Miss Piggy. They said is a light skinned black woman. <laughs> uh, they were saying Kermit. <laughs> Kermit can't ever get rid of his ex. He he always keeps he keeps going back to his ex. Mm-hmm. Cause she not going nowhere. Gonzo. I he mean, get that deep. It was he was. <laughs> Jim Henson was in Chocolate City. I believe yeah. this now. It's yeah. all coming. I know. It was oh, like, I yeah. love that. Mm. Um, I love and my final little nerd hurt. Nerd hurt. Nerd hurt. <laughs> my final little nerd alert is Monica. It's it's mm. the country we lost Grace Kelly to, <laughs> and I want to yeah, know more good. about it. So it's a it's a country in Europe. This is according to what it was like some official. The I think it was like the Monaco Chamber of Commerce website sure. or something. I looked at on the internet. So Monaco is surrounded by land. It's you know face it's on the water, but its land borders are with France and Italy. And those borders are just 10 miles away. Yeah. It, its area is 0.76 miles squared. Mm-hmm. It has a population. What? Yes. It's, it's very tiny. small. Tiny. It has a population of 38,100 people, give or take, obviously. And 0.76 it's, square miles? Yes. It's the second smallest country in the world. The, What's the first? Vatican City. Oh. Vatican that City countries? Yeah. It's the world's most densely populated country, Teeny. Wouldn't you be? Well, I, I mean, guess I see how they live on the cliffs on everything. Yes. That, that is and my one huge like, regret that we didn't get there. The Grimaldi family, mm-hmm. which is, you know, who... The, you, that's Princess Grace went into. It's still around and stuff. They've been ruling that place since um, like twelve, the twelve seventies. Who's gonna there. give it up? And um, it became like independent. I think in like the eighteen hundred ish around there. But anyway, my whole thing now is, and I didn't have time to look this up, obviously. But how did they pull that off during the war and such? Just remaining Monaco in Europe, like for all this time. The life expectancy is 93 years old for women and 85 for men. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, it's gorgeous. It's got to have, I mean, it's got the cost of living has to be astronomical. 
I don't I don't know. It, it makes me wonder though because I see that and then there's a lot of money and it's Europe and they've been let alone. I don't know. I don't want it. But you know how you know what is the answer to every question? It's money. You know, and how how people get money? I I've got some ideas. I'm I don't I have nothing. I haven't looked into it, but it's just me thinks. <laughs> Me smell cast. I just feel like. I mean, there were. Okay. So when we look at this movie, as far as the players that had any speaking lines at all, no people of color. Unless you count the, the French people, which you don't. So, no. Well, there can be French people of color, but there aren't French people. I didn't see too many French people Not of color in, in, in Monic. And so then it, it just makes me wonder. I'm just, it's just all of the land grabbing in Europe and stuff. Like what? As somebody who watches Big Brother, aren't you all like a little bit like what alliances were formed? Yeah. How did they, like it's, it's the history of Europe. How did they continue to just be like, no. Yeah, like Switzerland. How were how were they able to stay? What Switzerland uh, is in the neutral, and they're in and they yeah, and there's that. But then they're also they're they're bigger, and they're in the mountains, so they kind of have geography going with them. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like you have this nice pristine coastal land. I know, and and you're just able to French Riviera, Côte d'Azur. I mean, as as I'm American, and what? How many treaties did America sign with oh. <laughs> the people who were here first? And so that's why I'm just like, yo, they really up and honored that those treaties all this time, all those people, huh? I wonder why. That's there's just more investigation to be done. I I just feel like where's that John Oliver? Yeah, <laughs> Monaco. They took Grace Kelly from us. They we did. We didn't deserve her. Honestly. On those very on those very roads. Okay, we are to reheatables and the worst. So, I mean, stealing. Okay, so somebody called him a Robin Hood back in the day, 15 years prior when he was a cat burglar. Um, because he was stealing from the rich but giving to himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he because he makes the quote of about how he only stole from people who could afford to be stolen from. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I have more hints about him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Slapping a woman. I was surprised when he slapped her. Excuse I mean, me. He didn't just slap her. He slapped her in front of her father's casket. At yeah. his funeral. He was able to walk away. Nobody, nobody like said that's not gonna happen. I feel okay. like if you were at your father's funeral in front of his casket at this gravesite, like you're allowed to go off on the man who I mean, honestly, yeah, he was the reason that he died. Should he have been there in the first place? That's a that's up for debate. Uh, there, but yeah, there's a lot. There's there's a backstory. But you just and nobody like 
no, nobody ran up on the van. It was I, like, that's how I was. And Nobody's going to go him, like rumpled hey, hey, his hey. suit. Yeah, in his gr- light gray suit light at a funeral. Suit. Yes, man. But my, my biggest negative reheatable was be careful on those roads, Grace, because they took her away from us. Well, oh, really? Teeny. So, oh. Grace, yeah, it, it is probably one of the worst reheat because when we were watching it, so on, on September 14th, 1982. Grace Kelly and her, was it Stephanie? Yeah, her daughter Stephanie. Her daughter Stephanie were driving back to Monaco through roads that were similar to that. When this movie, when after this had happened, people said that it was the same roads, but it it, it was a different road, but it was similar in the locale and location okay. and, and the, how and they the are. Spit, what are, what are the, the windingness. Yeah, yeah, I got and, it. They're, they're similar. They're the right. same roads. So she had a stroke while she was driving. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, missed the turn. The daughter tried to regain control of it. They went over a cliff. 120 um, foot cliff. Right. The daughter was concussed. Hardly hurt at all. Amazingly. She, she had, but she missed the funeral because she, like, she had something oh. like it was broken, and yeah, like Grace Kelly, like, um, died the following day. They, you know, she's she basically never on consciousness. I think she had another stroke also. That but was that was mentioned in what my research, yeah. She was fifty-two. Dang. Mm-hmm. So mm. it it was just wild to like watch the movie and it was eerie. It was really eerie to watch her so driving crazy. on those roads. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Other negatives. I only had two. One was I did not like French girl swimsuit. It was Mm. like black and it had like a ribbon, like a Oh yeah, a sash. Like a graduation thing. It was not flattering. And then I also had driving fast on those windy roads. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are mine. I have that there are no subtitles, even when you put on the subtitles, especially at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. In French, there's no English. Yeah, it said speaking French. Thanks. Like, I didn't know that. Duh. So I need the subtitles. Okay, thanks. Um, The swelling of the music and the fireworks punctuating their love scene, I thought was a bit much. It was just... I was like, "All right, Tomasini, we get it, we get it." But it it was it was over the top, and then I just laughed. So maybe it was the, the right amount. I don't know. It just it was funny to me because it was so melodramatic, like almost mm-hmm. like an SNL sketch. Um, that whole bit about when they when he's on the boat with Daniela and how she's a kid and he gets mad at her. And so he says, well, I'm Professor Robbie and school's back in session and I'm going to spank you. Like, that was all weird. And because he's going to like spank her because she was being a bad girl, which then I was Ooh. like, wait, how old? Yeah. Like, how old is she? And then that question never really gets answered because he's always like, you're a child. And I'm like, well, you're a 50-year-old man. Like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and anybody's a child to you. Yeah, a 30-year-old would be a child to you. 
But then they have the beach scene that, that we're talking, you know, with the bathing suit. And uh, Grace Kelly swims out and they're fighting over Cary Grant in what I'm sure, like, the producers and stuff thought was like, oh, this is just fun. And he's, it is a great scene, though, with, with Cary Grant because he's just like, oh, he like he knows how to play it well. Look yeah, at these yeah. women fighting over me but then she grace kelly goes to, who's 25 in real life goes to the 30 year old like well to you anyone under 25 is a child and then the then the danielle has a great response she's like let's go in shallow water and we'll see who's the child yeah. like, oh damn but again i never get the sense of how old she is Mm-mm. because she's old enough to be the cat she Spoiler! I already told people spoiler alert. And so also, this is a nerd alert. So they filmed this in the summer of 1954. And the studio delayed the film because they were worried that the age difference was too great for their romance to be believed. 25 and 50? Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. But maybe by then it was like Grace Kelly was like, yeah, deuces, Hollywood. And they're like, well... She's going off to marry a prince, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I also... I didn't like how that first car scene was filmed when it was in profile, and you could totally tell it was on a soundstage. Yeah. Was like oh, a theater, yeah. But yeah. they really sold it, and the background was moving the same that they were moving. It was just... It just looked really weird, and I it think did. they did. They did other shots way better. Um... Why did she p- pack a pint glass for her beer in the picnic basket? Because she she drink a She's a classy lady. I was just like, that's it's Grace ex- fucking Kelly. I know, but that I was thinking about her safety. That's an extra thing in glass that could get broken. I was actually surprised she drank beer. Me too. She's a cool girl. <laughs> um... And then also, I was just, I had to do some real thinking about why exactly all the kitchen ex-convicts were just so mad at Robbie Mm -hmm. for stealing again. And then I read that it was because they were mad at getting hassled by the police. But then I also feel there was probably some classism going on there as well. Because, so the background story of this is that was Robbie, did he rob and then join the resistance? Yes. So he was a robber. Yes. And then he joined the French resistance yes. during the war. It killed seven, redeemed him. Yes. Killed 72 people. But then they were in jail because that's when they all were together. But then I guess after the war, that was when they got pardoned. But then he got a pardon in some way that set him up so that he... He was retired from stealing, but he was a, uh, I believe he's called a, a vinter. Like he was a winemaker. Cause that was, he was, he was he doing was the chateau. Life. Yeah. yeah. And then these guys are working in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. guess maybe there was that. I don't know. I kind of wanted like, where's the prequel <laughs> of mm-hmm. this? So those were my negative reheatables. Okay, my positive reheatables were, come on, the scenery. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Um, I like the music. I liked how Lynn Murray had had the mood and the atmosphere. Like it would, it was the same music, but it would get like da 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 da, -da and then it oh. would. So I liked it. Uh, the flower market. There's still the flower market still exists in Nice. Oh, I would yeah, love to nice. go to that. Uh, the casino. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the suspense when when you're just looking at the out the exterior of the place that you know is going to be robbed and mm -hmm. then some bushes start to shake and they don't just start to shake they start to move in a really weird way I had to rewind it because it was so creepy and then the, somebody would come in the shadow and would mm -hmm. move out of the shadow mm -hmm. like get you mm -hmm. Hitchcock look at you Hitchcock. Um, I had the architecture. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that it started off like right away, like right away you were in mm -hmm. with the woman screaming. I liked Grace Kelly's beach get up. She oh, had a nice yes. beach get up. Yeah, well, there's some. Was there a get up you hat. didn't like of Grace Kelly? I mean no. that's exactly. Edith Head. Edith Head is one of the oh yeah, all time greats. I liked the French mini women beating them with flowers. Yes. Roulette. Um, Cary Grant in the passenger seat when they were when she was driving down the roads. That's me. <laughs> um, Afghan dogs. Mm. And an older Cary Grant. Yes. Still rocking it. Still mm. rocking it. Uh, drink <laughs> mine would be the colors just mm -hmm. how they pop I remember the first time I saw this it was on a VHS on an old what are we calling those TVs now the the old square TVs Analog that they, or something. yeah that they had in like the late 90s and man seeing this whoo it just popped so this was filmed in Vista Vision which is a higher resolution widescreen variant of the 35 millimeter film that was created that was created by engineers at Paramount Pictures in 1954. Mm. And VistaVision would go on to be the testing ground for what would spawn the 70 millimeter IMAX film format that we have now. Oh. oh. This was the beginning of that. And just the man, it just it just I mean, it's such a good reheatable because it looks great on the TV yeah, now. The car chase through the at the beginning when he escapes. I mean, that's also just shout out to my man for how good he was at escaping. Yeah, he just goes up. He had the gun already. It was great, fantastic. And the car chase is just they're on a helicopter, and. Mm -hmm. It's we're so used to people cutting and it's really fast and stuff, but this was cool because you got to see the whole scenery. It just looked fantastic, and you're getting to see the cars driving through it, and there aren't any cuts. And I could see how some people today would be like, "This is so slow," but then it—that's what I thought. The architecture was so cool, mm -hmm. and seeing like, what is it like to live there? What is? Oh man. Mm -hmm. Also, though, I guess like a battery heatable is um. Just like when they were flying through those towns, you know, there's 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 people living 
there. There's children playing. Yeah. Slow down. And then your daddy flew through those toes. I know, but I guess the children aren't playing because they know, like, look, there's people flying through these streets. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, if he didn't know enough not to play in the street, we he can't be passing his jeans on. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and then just Robbie's whole setup. He's a winemaker. His lunches consist of soup. Wine, bread, and quiche Lorraine? Yes! Quiche Lorraine. So I had to, because I, I'm not up on my quiches, because I know that there's like the white quiche and the green quiche. And Lorraine is the white quiche because it's the bacon, egg, and cheese. Whereas exactly. Florentine. Right, is the spinach. Man, Florentine spinach. means spinach. Quiche oh. Lorraine is like Gruyere cheese. Mm. eggs and like some ham in there or bacon mm, man Fantastic. we went to the um the jazz festival in morose switzerland when aaron was a baby and uh it was a great time we might have given aaron a touch too much champagne back <laughs> that's how I you, you treat them you teach them young <laughs> but yeah it was good times did you put it in my bottle like how did I get it no you would drink it out of a a lovely flute the flute was poppy like act like you've been here before <laughs> no it because it was it would tingle your nose but like it was so cute until it wasn't <laughs> so you were like okay Nothing is like it's supposed to be, and I am not happy with it. And we started crying. So then we went, "Oh shit! I think we gave her too much." Because I think cause you you guys could take me to out to restaurants and stuff, right? I wasn't like a always. A you crier. were always you were with us unless we went to the actual jazz festival where the lady from the hotel, the oh. young girl from the hotel, babysat you. That that's right. When you left me with the hotel strangers. Yeah. <laughs> After giving me, wow, this story, this trip gets even better. After giving me too much champagne. <laughs> well, I had a blast too. You did. I waited till you were 43 to tell you. Yeah, you had a touch too much champagne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and your mother you was put- sharing. I know. Yeah, that's, that's the most shocking thing. Exactly. <laughs> the next morning, did you put little baby sunglasses on me yeah. and a hat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you had an ice pack to take the swelling down. And, nah, you were good. Okay, so now we are to Teeny's TikTok Corner. I don't. I she don't already have, had it. Yeah, I already had it. Yeah, I think my did. TikTok Corner just has to come organically in. There you go. So I'm not going to like designate a time. You yeah. Because then I just bring it up. It. Yeah. But we are to quote. No one ever expects the TikTok corner. <laughs> okay. Quotables. Insurance. That's gambling, isn't it? Which it is. Um, oh, wait. I had a positive reheatable that is stuck over here in the corner. Mm-hmm. So when when Grace Kelly had on that gold 
dress. The masquerade ball. Yes. When she went, okay, so the the orchestra was tired of playing for her to dance with, uh, who turned out to be John Williams, but you didn't know it at the time, but I did. Uh, Did you see how she went down those steps and then she went up the steps? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like she was floating. She floated. Mm -hmm. She, okay, I love me some Julia Roberts, but that woman walks like a horse. Um. (laughs) I mean, Grace Kelly, it looked like she was on like a, like a treadmill situation. I know. Mm-hmm. It was on her shoulders. Didn't she floated? And then she went up. I rewound that a couple times just to watch. That was incredible. I think that, so I read in Wikipedia that I know definitely. Um, so, you know, she came from money in Philadelphia, but her mother was also her mother wasn't just a like her mother was out a woman who was out and doing things and her mother taught physical education and i think her father was into something with physical education as well so they were like um it made sense to me when i looked at her i was like oh she like she's not like we're used to you know she's not angela bassett and what's love got to do with it but for the times and stuff i thought that she had a very muscular physique for a right. woman in the in right. the 50s so it made sense to me that she would be able to do that with her like and just I, walking and i remember so uh being young and putting a book on my head and because you were supposed to be able to walk with a book on your head and not have it fall off. So I think that she practiced that a lot where she just had to flow. Because I noticed her shoulders were back and she had very good Mm -hmm. posture. So her mother probably was like big early on in in core. Or I wonder if her mother was, you know, because there are all the fads in fitness, like just because you're like, oh, her mother was a, physical fitness teacher like or was she like the physical fitness teacher that remember they were there would be like that belt thing mm-hmm. and it was like just be in the belt you know like i'm just giving this woman credit like oh she knew about the, the core and breathing and and stuff yeah, i did the but, belt thing okay um but we are to quotables now mm-hmm. it's a kind of travel folder heaven where a man dreams he'll go when he retires the French Riviera. Mm. I like this one. The cat has a new kitten. Have mm. mm. bourbon? <laughs> uh, that is my last potable. Let's see. I have. Imagining you in your expensive villa, enjoying life. Oh, okay. I couldn't read. I'm imagining you in your expensive villa, enjoying life while we work like idiots for a loaf of bread. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it seemed like they were all in that together. Mm -hmm. Like, Cary Grant would steal the jewels and then they would know who to give it to to defense them. Yeah. Oh, oh, so he wasn't, they weren't just all, he didn't meet them in prison? I don't think so. I think oh. they were all part of a network. 
Yeah, then I could. That would make sense why they were bitter. Because my man is eating quiche Lorraine with wine, bread, and soup for lunch, Every and still looking like day. that. Every day. Uh, come on, let's go over to the casino. I want to hit the tables while they're hot. That's teeny. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know what this says. Bourbon's the only drink. You can take all that champagne stuff and shove it down the English Channel. That's the mother. Send mm-hmm. it down the English Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was falling asleep. Last night when I was watching it, like my I understand, and that's where my writing was going. But then I woke up. Um, I woke up to this morning. You're a girl in a million, and then Grace Kelly said, "That's a routine compliment, but I'll accept it." <laughs> yes, well done. And then my nerves could stand a drink. Yes, mm-hmm. can't they always? Yeah, truly. I have. Why wait eighty years before you can drink the stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That again, the mother. Um, it, I think this is when Cary Grant was listing off the things that he didn't like, and he said women who need weird excitement. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which, which made me laugh. Um, Grace Kelly says I don't like cold things touching my skin. Uh-huh. And she was like, and then he goes, well, why don't you invent some hot diamonds? And she said, I'd rather spend my money on more tangible excitement. Ooh. Oh, she this was she was frisky. Mm-hmm. But they had they had such great chemistry together because mm-hmm. so is he stuff. Um, for what it's worth, I only stole from people who wouldn't go hungry. Yes. Yes, I'm glad we have a robber with a conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You mean why did I take up stealing? Oh, to live better. To own things I couldn't afford to acquire this good taste which you now enjoy and which I should be very reluctant to give up. And I was just like, huh. I mean huh. it's it's funny when it comes out of his mouth <laughs> says Yeah, it. yeah. But uh, uh yeah, it's true how that works. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um let's see. Oh, this was one of my favorites. Well, Jermaine has, because he was, oh, John Williams' character, he just, he was like this pastry of the quiche Lorraine. It's as light as air. And she said, well, Jermaine has very sensitive hands, an exceedingly light touch. And he goes, yes, I can tell. She strangled a German general once. Without a sound. Without a sound. And just like, that's why I love John Williams, because just his facial expressions, and he's just like, oh, my God. And then he's like, what an extraordinary woman. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a nerd alert on this. In the German version of this film, this has changed. And it the line is, she once caught an escaped circus lion with her bare hands. Oh, oh shit. wow. Uh-huh. Oh, good nerd alert. I mean, I'm like 1955. No, put, keep that in there. Who are we? I, this is it's not too soon. <laughs> like, no. No. She strangled the German general. No. Exactly. Yeah. That's just wild to me that they were like, they've been through so much. Let's just, it was a wild lion. Um. Yep. So those are my quotables. So now we're to LVP. And I literally don't have anything. 
like I could put I know I made up one and I I could put you know slapping a woman but I love the entire movie it was like it was like a vacation Mm -hmm. an hour and 43 minute vacation mine is a stretch so my LVP is car having cars in the 1950s because if you broke down on the side of that road which the one car broke they got in a wreck and they had a car phone mm-hmm. or a walkie-talkie or something the people that were following him oh, i think they had walkie-talkies oh, they were the police, the police. Yeah. okay well if you're police i guess but like if you're just a regular person you break down on that road and like those cars would break down frequently i'm sure oh yeah and, and then I- I think more people knew how to fix them because it was not like today where it's computers and stuff. They just, I'm sure. yeah, but it's still an inconvenience. And then where mm-hmm. are you going to, then you got like Grace Kelly driving down the side of the road willy nilly and you're trying to fix your car. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She don't see That's you. That's what I could come up with. Oh, well, and she don't care. We'll take it back to the how this started, the beginning. That bitch who hired two black children to carry her dress yeah. for a party. The caucasity. I well, mean, what that. what would go through your mind to think, oh, we have a masquerade ball. Oh, you know what? will complete this ensemble. I'm going to mm-hmm. hire two little black boys as my attendants for the party. And then what do they do? And what are their, like, what are their parents? Like, okay. How much? Yeah, like sure. I mean, they made an offer, but then, then do they just hang out with this woman the entire time? Like this isn't, this isn't the the times that they're mm-hmm. like. It's a costume party in nineteen fifties. Just wild to me. Like yeah, they're just two little kids. Yeah. What the? What's the problem, man? Yeah. They got paid. Yeah. And and before you had the the woman who comes in with the dogs. And it's like, okay. And then this woman comes in with two black children. It's just... Yeah, it was very, very equivalent. Not going to lie. I must have put my head down. I think I was writing something down. I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. It's good. Yeah. So you're... Did you guys watch this on Prime? We watched it on... No, on Paramount+. Paramount+. Okay. I watched mine on Prime. I must have put my head down. I have to rewind. It was, yeah, or I just. I did the opposite, TD, because I looked up and saw it, and I was like, "What?" Well, I saw the dogs, and I immediately looked down, so I was asking dogs. Probably started looking at pictures of them. Actually, they were Russian wolfhounds. Oh, I do love wolfhounds. They were Russian wolfhounds. So we're equating two little black children to oh yeah awful Russian yeah or, they were just attachments like or the uh, lamb yeah. that mary had a little lamb came in with okay yeah yeah oh, but those yeah. are those are like animals like she, exactly, she yeah. hired two black yeah. children well there's that dress them up well, there's that. Had to, there had to be some sort of training involved of here, you stand here I mean, and hold this, it, you stand. It I was guess. the 50s. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. You know how I know? Because teenagers are out here, like, dealing with some very grown-up shit. <laughs> teenagers are kicking off the civil rights movement. 
like I didn't bring that up, but that is wild. Like fifteen year old and a fourteen year old. Like yeah, it's the, on their the weight of the world on their shoulders. Well, Leave I mean, not only one to of bring them. us all back down to earth. Because the other one, the, it was the weight of the world on the mother's shoulders because she was like, no, open casket, look what you did to my Ooh. son. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, I, hey. There goes my fun vacay. Okay, MVP. Don't, don't get mad at me. Get mad at America. <laughs> my MVP was Okay, runner-up, I don't know which, okay, these are interchangeable. The setting, I mean, and the t- plot twist. I have to tell you the truth. Tell us. I have watched, okay, I've called this It Takes a Thief, as well as To Catch a Thief, more times than I can tell you. But I really believed that the cat burglar was Grace Kelly. I thought it was going to be her mom. Oh, but then her mom getting all over the, getting all on top of the thing. Her mom liked bourbon too much to be out there on those tiles. But I, I could have sworn it was Grace Kelly. So when the, when the reveal comes, I was as surprised (gasps) as if you'd seen it the first time. Um, so the plot twist was great. So which is better, the plot twist, the setting, the setting, the plot twist, I, I, pretty much equal. I went with Grace Kelly. Mm. I just loved her. She looked great and everything. She was a great actress. She wasn't, like you said, she wasn't too skinny. Like she was just like perfection. Great voice. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Blue, the blue chiffon dress, I went, has blue chiffon ever looked better? But then the Nerd white alert. chiffon dress. Did you see who wore that dress? A replica of that dress? Ivanka Trump wore it. A replica of that dress to <laughs> Tiffany Trump's wedding. I was gagging. She's choking. Which TikTok corner I did learn from TikTok. Oh, she's <laughs> like, she's writhing in agony. And Naomi Biden's wedding dress seemingly was inspired by Grace Kelly's wedding dress. Many, many yeah, wedding so many dresses were well, inspired yeah. by Grace Kelly's wedding dress. Her wedding was one of the, well, I guess she would have gotten married after the queen. So it would have been the, I, I guess it was prompt. Everybody was like, Oh, a Royal wedding. And then like TV had got gotten bigger by then. And so then when she had her wedding, it was a big to do. 1956 was her wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, oh man. And also like with Grace Kelly, just great voice. Yes. It's not an irritating voice and, or an irritating accent situation. Mm-hmm. No, and just well, she, and even by her own opinion, she did not like her performance in High Noon. And I remember yeah. that we were kind of like, oh, this is... Um, so she went and, like, really studied hard. And it was just nice to see her in this and kind of really uh, blossoming and kind of, you know, being able to to really develop, like, this persona stuff. Because in Rear Window, she was still kind of 
much more icy, the icy blonde. Yeah, reserved. Yeah, and in this, she was very... And I like, because she started out very icy in this, like the first scene where she doesn't Mm -hmm. even look at him and she's just Mm -hmm. not doing anything. Because she's used to people hitting on both of them, the mother and the daughter, to get to the money. Oh, yeah. And also just, I mean, before they had money, I'm sure that... She didn't need money in her pocket. Exactly. I mean, and just how perfectly coiffed her hair always was just so but my honorable mention is john lewis yes i just like like as a wait Brit, john just, john lewis? lewis i said john williams i'm sorry williams yes yes john yes, williams yes he's, he, instantly recognizable just always good british guy to me my second honorable mention is Jessie, the mom. I liked her whole oh, get yeah, down. Good. I especially liked it when she told her daughter, Grace Kelly, like, that was a running theme of they were newly rich because they had been poor. And then yes. and they had kept it from, like, the father dies. And then once he dies, they find oil on their land. So now, like, they were, in today's money, I think it was the equivalent. They had over $300 million. Like, that mm-hmm. was how much money they had. So they were they were all right. Um, but that was later. And so she, the mother sent the daughters, like, to these finishing schools and stuff. And at one point in the movie, she's just like, I want, you need to go back to school. And you need to go back to a public school so they beat your ass. Exactly. I just like I look. She's like, I wish somebody would just call me Jesse. Where's my bourbon? <laughs> Why are you hitting on my daughter? What's going on here? But just have much, a bourbon? Yeah, oh. but but much more like non-abrasive in a very. It wasn't in an abrasive way. It was just very nice and like I was just like, oh, I like I like this lady. But my real MVP. I think you'll appreciate this, ma. This is super nerdy. Is unit production manager CO Doc Erickson, who did his job, and he was the one who researched the logistics of shooting in the south of France. And so then he passed that information on to the production manager, Bill Mole. And that's how we are able, because that's the thing about movies is that somebody has to go out and scout locations and then they have to discuss it with the production manager so that they say like, Hey, this would actually be a really great stretch of road to to shoot the aerial Uh thing. A hairpin turn. Mm -hmm. And if you notice in the the picnic scene, so um, in the picnic scene, they, you can tell like they're on location and then it'll cut to them being in the studio and they have it like in a backdrop. And I can, you can tell, but it's just neat that it does go seamlessly together where you're not like, oh, that's fake and stuff. It's, it was just really cool. And the reason that you would want to shoot on a studio lot as opposed to on location is that at the time, like technology's gotten better, but studios you can control everything you can control the lighting you can if there's wind it's also for all the audio you know that 
planes flying over. Exactly. You just have way more control. The lighting, all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I just thought it was very interesting that that, you know, you, we never really shout out the production manager, but mm-hmm. they're the, you know, the unit production manager and stuff. And they... Who is out of work right now because of the writer's strike. And the actor strike. And the actor strike. Yep. Okay. I did not do a recasting because... I finished this movie this morning and I just didn't have time to ponder. I did, but this is going to be, I mean, it's even, uh, this is okay. I only did <clears throat> Robbie and Francis. I know. Cause how okay. could you do? Yeah. It's, it's really tough, but Cary Grant, he, the only person that, especially because luckily this is older Cary Grant I mean, there's only one man who can fill those shoes. George Clooney. Oh, it's true. It yeah. is true. Okay. So now yeah. this is really tough because now you need to cast somebody in the Grace Kelly role. Now this is where... Who? Here's the thing. It would have to be... Now this is going to be an outside-the-box thing. Okay. I believe that this person could do it and that it could it would be fun but it's it's also putting themselves in a position that they haven't been in before which would open them up to the potential for for failure because Uh there's so much of it that is beyond their control right and also the the time is running out because the clock is tick tick ticking but you need somebody that it would like that could kind of garner that sort of persona. Right. And I went with Taylor Swift. Oh, oh get wow. out of here. It, I mean, I, I thought you might be going with Emma Stone. No, because I, be, the, the thing about ta- like that made me think of Taylor Swift was when she finds out when, when she tells Robbie that she knows who Robbie is mm-hmm. and that she wants to be a burglar. She wants to, to, you know, be an apprentice and learn how to be, uh, the cat. Right. And, and also that thing of underneath it, of having like not coming from money and then all of a sudden being oh, okay. put in this position. Okay. And, sure. you know, it's just seems- better than a Kardashian. I'm saying, yeah, and the, you know Hollywood doesn't make movie stars like they used to, so it's hard exactly. to come up with. Exactly. I mean, she is the biggest, but you know, star that we have going. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna ponder on it more. Maybe next week I'll give you who my recasting is. Okay. I think there's room for growth there. Okay, we are to Tasties. Cary Grant announced that he was retiring in 1953 because of the rise of the method actors, a.k.a. Marlon Brando. And people were no longer interested in seeing Cary Grant. And he, he, but he, and he also didn't like the way that 
because this is during the time of the House of Un-American, Un-American activities. activities. Is that what it was with Charlie <clears throat> Chaplin? Yeah, he didn't like the way that Charlie Chaplin was treated, and so he <clears throat> he's getting to the you know to the <clears throat> sorry he's getting to the age where he don't give a fuck no no fucks he has no fucks left. And it's the thing that we should be seeing in politics where it's like all right it's time for the young people to come in you know like it's or he's maybe like he's stand it. maybe don't wait until you lose your mind in front of the tv camera <laughs> yeah exactly yes i mean i don't okay you know, I don't want to be like ageist or anything, but the thing is, is that like people some need to jobs learn. You can't do. T- everybody retires at some point. Okay. I mean, air tra- exactly. we There's talked about no it. Shame in it. Last week with the air traffic controllers. What is it yeah. like? Fifty-six. Yes. You gotta get. You gotta get bouncy. Move on. Retire to you know, like the uh, travel brochure. Okay, but he was lured out of retirement by this film. And continued acting for 11 more years. Mm-hmm. Um, during this film, Grace Kelly met Prince Renier of Monaco. Ooh. She wasn't impressed. But yeah. he kept a correspondence going to the point where she went, maybe I'll give him a shot. I could be a princess of Monaco. So in 1956, they did get married. It wasn't it like by all accounts that they had a like they were happy together. Seemed yeah. like it. Yes, because he like he never remarried after she passed no, away. No, so it seemed like that. And I, I do wonder if because yeah, she got married in 1956 and retired from acting. And she she would be on camera, but it would be for maybe like a documentary. And she got really into doing all of her princess duties and also she had like orphanages and mm-hmm. she was on all of these like humanitarian mm-hmm. things and so she was um just out and that was but that was always the thing that everybody was always trying to lure her back with like oh, oh yeah she'll, especially oh, yeah. alfred hitchcock because he just yeah. oh finally uh, he found the blonde uh-huh I mean, and he that's... could he could work with her and yeah um, that flower market is still in Nice. I would love to see that flower market. Uh, it, well, I think we said before in the in the film, John Roby is thirty four and Cary Grant was fifty. But who cares? Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So September of eighty two, Grace Kelly, while she was driving on those roads in Monaco suffered a cerebral vascular incident. That's stroke, right? Mm -hmm. She missed a sharp turn and they, and she and Stephanie, her daughter fell 150 feet cliff. She had another stroke evidently, and she never regained consciousness. What did I do wrong? (laughs) We we just went over this. Covered the whole thing. Word by word. (laughs) Four hours yeah. ago. <laughs> this is something that I haven't covered. Oh, so, yeah. A burglar is a someone. Burglar? A burglar uses force or a threat of force when he is stealing. He or stuff. she or they. Exactly. But 
a robber goes in while people are sleeping. They don't know there is no threat of force. Okay. So he was truly a cat robber, not a cat oh, burglar. Oh, yeah. I'd rather have a robber. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Let me sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, everything else has been said word for word. So I'm going to give others tasty times. I already talked about my tasty times. I have that in 1955, Alfred Hitchcock became a U.S. citizen. Oh, I didn't. Re well, I might have known that, but I didn't, you know, hold on to it. In real life. So in the movie, his character, Roby, the robber, was an acrobat as a child and bounced mm -hmm, around. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's why he was so agile and adept. And in real life, Cary Grant was in a youth acrobatic troupe that toured mm. around Europe. And that's what eventually brought him to Europe when Maybe he was young. Start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The costumes we mentioned are by Edith Head. Uh -huh. the, she won an Academy Award, may I say? Did she win it or was she nominated for this movie? I know she's uh, won. I said she she had an Oscar for Best Costume Design. Oh, oh okay. Um, this The Masquerade Ball was the most expensive scene she had ever done. And, and this it is... It was phenomenal. It was so cool. This is a quote from Edith Head, colon, the 50-year career of Hollywood's greatest costume designer. The necklines had to allow a clear view of the jewelry, but if a dress mm. was strapless and the camera shot too tight, the actress would appear as if she were wearing nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Edith was able to design gowns with simple lines that still gave Hitchcock the elegance he sought to show off the gems. Wow. May I just say right here, just, just take a break. How did any woman think that those bustles on their hips were a good idea? Because they look like you're floating. And I, <laughs> I know, you know they how can to give walk. you a, a small waistline, no matter how fucking big you are. But I mean, you couldn't even walk in a door. You had to go sideways. What sense did that make? Okay. Because cool. you have money. And I'm you know what? And I'm sure there's a part of cast about it as well. Of, Probably of because tips. And you can afford the extra fabric it takes to make that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And and also the like, you know, the effect of walking is that you're just floating because it's hmm. you know. I think Julia Roberts could put on one of those and still look like a horse walking down the street. What's <laughs> up all this Julia Roberts ate? Oh, my favorite actress. I love Besides her. Besides Grace Kelly, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I love her, love her, love her. But if you watch her walk, it's not a delicate walk. But maybe those dresses are very kind to horse walkers. Um, okay, well, okay. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Now we need to have the the masquerade ball challenge. <laughs> Give me a horse walker and a Grace Kelly <laughs> stat. Where's the Mythbusters? Get on it. Um, the car that Grace Kelly is driving in the movie is a 53 Sun Sunbeam Alpine MK1. For you, for you car head. That's Got listening. It. Cool. Mm -hmm. This okay. was. 
filmed at Paramount Studios in Hollywood, California. Actually, Paramount is it in Hollywood? Well, it's in Los Angeles, definitely. We've been there, remember? Yeah. Uh-huh. For Paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, in the south of France, in the Mediterranean coast. Cote du jour. Mm-hmm. All of you. You're welcome, Blair. The the Bertani guy, the guy that played Bertani, he's a French actor named Charles Vanel, and he's been in so many French films and stuff. He didn't speak any English, which is why all his lines are dubbed. Because I kept watching it, like, what is going on with? Is it is it my audio that's off? And so I was happy when I read that. Um, I have that it was nominated for best art direction best costume design and it won best cinematography but it also could have won best costume design i don't know i might that could be me on me it could Um, be on me too anyway three at least three noms a couple wins if it didn't it should have only three i mean uh, 55 you needed some uh escape escapism this was just escapism hell yeah Definitely. How the other 1% live. Richard Coe. So when this movie came out, it kind of got mixed results because people, critics said that it wasn't as suspenseful as they thought other Alfred Hitchcock films had been. Hmm. And I they agree. Kind of, yeah, it, it wasn't. It was kind of a different kind of Hitchcock film. And some people just thought it was completely... Um, this was at the time of Hitchcock where people were wondering, oh, has he lost the magic? Oh, you know? okay. Because this is in 55. He hadn't made Psycho yet. He hadn't made Vertigo yet. Oh. Um, I don't remember when in the 50s that North by Northwest came out. I think it was after this. So he was kind of in a bit of a, like, okay... Has 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 the time passed? Has his time passed? Kind of thing. Right. Um. But I like this quote. This is Richard L. Coe of the Washington Post. He said, "Quote: One of those deluxe pictures in which everyone lives in glorious, workless luxury on the French Riviera, looks wonderful, speaks amusingly, and is unconcerned with transit strikes or hurricanes." Exactly. I love- I loved every minute of it. That's right. Escapism. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So just like I'd seen this movie before, couldn't tell you the plot at all. It was interesting rewatching it again and being like, oh, that's like trying to follow the plot and stuff. Mm-hmm. But really, it was just like the colors. Oh, there's Hi, Cary oh. Grant. Oh, there's Grace oh, look Kelly. At look at that. Oh, this is fun. Yep. So those are my tasty titties. Well, this has been To Catch a Thief, which I can call It Takes a Thief also, but it's the same film to me. I, I, I liked it. I just thought it me was... Me too. Nice I put it one of my... as a contender for favorite movie. Favorite movie. It's, you if you have Paramount Plus, it's on Paramount Plus right now. It's also exactly. on Prime. Yeah, it's a great... Just... Less than two hours of escapism, beautiful people, beautiful costumes, beautiful scenery. Who cares if it makes sense or not? But I swear I thought Grace Kelly was the cat burglar. Okay. (laughs) So next week. It's me, I think. (gasps) All right. 
I was like, what is the movie going to be next week? And I was thinking, and I had a thought. And then I was, we were walking today and I saw an advertisement for a movie. So there have been remakes of this movie. It's 1973. The Exorcist? Yes. (laughs) How did you... Wait, how did she how do that? Did how she do did she that? that? I literally said there's remakes 1973. Okay. Saito and Linda Blair. Mm-hmm. Well, it, we're getting into October time frame. Yeah, right? when a young girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter. Oh, wow. Where can I, we watch it? I don't know. I think I saw it was re-released. <laughs> Why would I look that up? I saw it at the Chinese theater in Hollywood, the re-release in the yeah. in the 2000s. I'm really? sure you've got to be able to watch it somewhere. Wow. This will be my first time watching it. The Exorcist? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's well. the thing that it, it's like, like, it's just, it's freaky. This is the stuff that is freaky to me. You can, it says you can watch it on Max. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, okay, that's going to be good. Okay, so it's teeny season. We're getting into teeny season, uncomfortable for me, but I will, I will, I will spread will my allow? wings. will allow? I will spread my wings. Will you have every light on the house on? Because I sure will. Probably. Wow. But this okay. is that freakiness that it doesn't ma- it's it's like even scarier to me because it's that thing of like I don't even like don't well, even come into here. And so next week's probably going to be we're going to miss the two weeks after next week. That's right. Oh yeah. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, that limits my that means that I have only have one other that's weekend. right. One other okay. horror film to yeah. freak me out. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, because I'm next. I'll, I will consult you with the, the, a scary pick. Because okay. they're going to be together. And they're going to be together without me. But you get to see her. Not for another 15 days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because a month ago, we were all together. And so I have to remember that. Okay. Okay, listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging in there with us. And this has been To Catch a Thief, wonderful. Or It Takes a Thief, whatever I'm calling Except it. Don't look It time. Takes a Thief up because you watched the wrong movie. Exactly, because <laughs> it's a totally different movie. And next week, The Exorcist, my first Ooh. time ever. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Bye. 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 Bye.